Welcome, everyone. This is uh, Sean Eakins. I'm the general manager for the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Um, today, I'm here to talk about uh, the Co-op Scoop. It's our audio podcast, and we're going to be featuring interviews with farmers, food artisans, co-op movers and shakers, and even some bakers. Every week, we intend to bring you a large scoop of food knowledge, highlighting one of the most bountiful food regions in all the land. Uh, Sean Eakins, the uh, general manager for Sacramento Natural Foods Co-op. And today I am here uh, with our co-op scoop to introduce the River City Food Bank and Amanda McCarthy, who is the executive director. Um, it's our neighborhood. Uh, it's or I'd say it's in our neighborhood on 28th and Midtown in Sacramento. Um, oldest continuously serving food bank, and now it serves more of our neighbors than ever before. Um, Amanda actually uh, began her career as executive director there in 2019, and the co-op is proud to call her a valued community partner. Welcome. Thank you so much. Uh, Likewise, I can't tell you how grateful River City Food Bank is for our partnership with the co-op. You all do so much for us as well. So it's wonderful to be here with you, and, and we really appreciate you as well. Yeah, I think we're so grateful and uh, what a cool, I mean, just location wise, it can't get any better, I, I think, in my uh, in my opinion. And uh, I guess I would ask you, um, having been there now for uh, going on two years, uh, what first inspired you to come uh, work at the River City Food Bank? So a couple of things. Um First and foremost, I have always had a passion for hunger relief. I I firmly believe that food is a human right, that no one should be hungry. Yes. I've had opportunities to work at food banks uh, in a few different places on the West Coast over the years. And truly, the people that I've met through those programs have really inspired me to continue this work. Um, Parents trying to figure out how they're going to provide healthy meals for their kids. Right. Seniors. Know, trying to make it on social security income and, and kids really who, who need access to healthy foods to do what they need to do to learn, to thrive, to be. Yes. Um, all, of, all of those people have inspired me to keep doing this work. They really want me, you know, they help me to want to be a better person, a better community member. They really inform the way that I view the world and raise my kids. Right. Um, this is a lifelong commitment for me. So I'm, I'm thrilled to be at River City Food Bank. Awesome. Well, we're uh, thrilled uh, that you're there and you're our neighbor. So, um, and the fact that you're right across the street, I mean, we see I mean, it's busy there. Um, what does a typical day look like for you and for the food bank? There is no, uh, no two days that are alike. I can tell you that <laughs> we operate, uh, five days a week right now. So at the Midtown location, right across the street from the co-op, we're there Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We have volunteers that arrive around 8, 8.30 in the morning um, to help us food, prep it, get it ready. Um, And and we begin our distributions at 10.30 a.m. So they last for three hours. We're open from 10.30 on those three days. Um, And then we pack it all in uh, and get ready to do it all again the next day. We've got drivers out and about all over the community. We're so fortunate to have donations from the co-op and other um, other stores and other vendors. And so we're picking those up, processing, getting them ready, and, and really just getting them to the hands of people that need them. 
we also operate a, a distribution in Arden Arcade. Okay. And we're there every Friday, Saturday. So we're, we are busy five days a week. What's, uh, is there anything that, since you mentioned Arden Arcade uh, location, is there anything different about that site or uh, anything you could tell, you know, that you do there? Sure. So River City Food Bank is really unique uh, because of the way we welcome folks. Um, you know, our, our core values include dignity, compassion, and respect. So we want everyone to come and feel like they can, they're part of our family. They can get food when they need it. We will never ask for proof of income or ID. Um, we'll serve anybody regardless of zip code. And we try to make about 50% of the foods that we give out fresh produce. Okay. Um, we don't give out soda. We don't give out sugar. We really, really prioritize health and nutrition for the community. I know um, that's really what people need right now and what we get asked for, quite right. frankly. So the, the both emergency food distribution locations are open to anyone. We serve every age, every race, every background. I will say our Arden Arcade location um, does serve a lot of refugee families who okay. have resettled in that area. And um, we've been there since about 2017. Believe it or not, that site uh, had the highest pocket of poverty in the country at that time. Wow. So we were fortunate enough to, to partner with the Episcopal Diocese of Northern California to open a second location out there. So we welcome everybody. They can visit either site, um, you know, and they'll, they'll be received with open arms and treated respectfully and compassionately at either at either spot. That's uh, that's awesome. Talk about meeting a need uh, where it's uh, most needed. Um, you mentioned who you serve in your work. Um, how many people a week typically are you seeing? Well, it has increased, as you might imagine, um, since March, we've actually seen about a 32% increase overall. So right now we're serving right around 4,500 people every single week. Wow. And I will tell you that number is growing. We saw nearly 20,000 people in the month of September. And I will, that's also just a record high. I don't think in the history of River City Food Bank, we've ever served so many people. Right. You know, I just, I also would be remiss if I didn't give a huge shout out to our amazing staff and our volunteers. Um, we also have co-op members who are volunteers yeah. and we really couldn't do the work without so much help. We've had to make huge shifts. We had to pivot when the pandemic hit. So the way that we're actually distributing food has changed pretty significantly, but despite some of those changes that we've made, we're still able to operate five days a week and serve even more people than we did before March. Well, and you touched on it. I was going to ask, I know it's on everybody's mind is the pandemic and how that had affected you uh, the last several months. I have a feeling uh, uh, I'll go off top a little bit, but uh, what do you see in the coming months, um, you know, and into 2021? Unfortunately, I see the need continuing to grow and escalate. We are seeing uh, a lot of families coming to the food bank for the very first time. Unemployment is at record highs. People have lost jobs. People have lost income. Parents are taking uh, care of kids who are home full time. Yes. You know, they used to be able to get meals at school, breakfast and lunch, and now parents have to provide those. So there's a lot of uncertainty right now. And, um, you know, unfortunately, I don't see that slowing down, even if the economy were to turn around tomorrow and right. there's a vaccine tomorrow the effects of what's already happened 
um, are pretty devastating. And I think that they're going to be with us for some time. So I anticipate food insecurity continuing to rise, um, you know, not that we provide these services necessarily, but some of the other things that, you know, we hear from, right. from folks that come to our sites, you know, healthcare is an issue, housing is an issue, employment. So these are the things on people's minds. Um, and we're meeting lots of individuals and lots of families, um, you know, who are trying to really figure out how to make ends meet right now. And I yes. unfortunately don't see that slowing down. Yes, I agree. It's uh work work ahead um and i think good work uh in a time when there's a lot of need so um and you do a lot of food distribution um what other services do you offer we really pride ourselves on uh collaborating with the community and we know a lot of people that come to the food bank have needs that extend beyond food right. um, some of them i just mentioned yes so what we try to do is um, have referrals available and we do a lot of work with organizations that provide mental and physical health services, housing services, employment services. Um, and, and we want to meet people where we're at and we want to give them, you know, as many resources and as much information as we've got available. So, um, you know, oftentimes we'll have other vendors that set up that can talk with our guests while they're um, in line or already there to get food. Right. Something else we do is offer CalFresh um, outreach okay. and assistance. So that's a, a benefit that really helps people, um, you know, leverage their dollars. So, um, you know, they may not have to come to the food bank as often. They can shop when they want and where they want and, and select the healthy foods that they need. Yes. So we've got a couple of folks on staff who are working really hard, um, not only to help people apply for those benefits, but to stay on them. Right. Um, now, our, our neighbors, the Department of Human Assistance, um, you know, they have had some closures for safety. And so we are trying our best to to help people who really um, need that kind of assistance right now to benefits have never been more important. Right. And you did mention, too, um, with the schools being mostly closed still, um, you know, families aren't getting that help, you know, with the breakfast and lunch. Um, right. Are there some additional services that you've been able to offer uh, for the school age children? So River City Food Bank has um, a back snacks program and pre-COVID, uh, we worked <laughs> with eight low-income schools. Uh, we provided shelf-stable snacks and healthy foods and with the idea that um, these would be available to kids in the evenings and on the weekends when right. the school opened and some of the meals weren't available. What we have learned from all of those schools is that it's not just the kids that need help right now, it's the entire family. Yes. So we are actually working with some of our partners to put together boxes that would serve the entire family and not just the student. So that's a program uh, we've began growing and we're looking to expand uh, next year. Okay. Um, and I know we did touch on it, um, but I think, uh, you know, we talked about some of the needs that are gonna emerge in the community in the coming months. Um, how about what do you see just in our community here locally? I know nationally there's, you know, we touched on a lot of those things that are happening to everyone. But just I think in our community, uh, what are you seeing uh, right now? Sure. I think, you know, I think some of those national trends will align with some of our local trends. You know, I think, you know, really people are struggling to make ends meet. People are having to make these, quite frankly, impossible choices do I pay my rent? Uh, do I pay my utility bills or do I put food on the table? And that's right. something 
seeing literally in every community right now. And it doesn't matter if it's California or Washington, D.C. I think it's something that's happening nationally. Um, you know, something that I'm hearing about are families that are coming in and one or both parents are working, but they're just not making enough um, to connect all the dots right, right. now. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, employees have been furloughed or laid off or they've lost their jobs altogether. Um, and so there's a lot of uncertainty. And, and at the food bank, we've always said we work with people that are maybe one emergency away from crisis. Um, you know, for a lot of folks, that could be a sudden illness. It could be your car breaking down. It could be a sudden loss of job, you know, things that take you from being fine to being in crisis. Right. And what we found really is with this pandemic, you know, that emergency is now. Um, people aren't, they're no longer one paycheck away. They're in it. Right. Um, and, and they need resources. So, you know, locally, I think, um, you know, I think that's that's what we're facing as we go into 2021. River City Food Bank, you know, we are dealing with some operational challenges. Um, you know, we've had to decrease the number of volunteers that we can have safely in the building. Right. Just for distancing and everything else. But we really, you know, we we depend on volunteers to get our work done. So, you know, it's critical uh, that we find volunteers. And I mentioned this because, you know, there's a lot of um, other nonprofit organizations also looking for volunteers and it's not an opportunity that is for everyone, but if you are healthy and available and think it's something um, that you're able to do, right. we're always looking for help with volunteers. Something else we've had to do is suspend food drives again for safety reasons. Right. It's a lot of people touching cans and, and everything else. So this year <laughs> we're really encouraging um, virtual food drives um, every dollar counts. It's just, it's a way people can involve getting, get involved and give back without having to put themselves or our guests at risk. Um, You know, I think like a lot of nonprofits, there's so much uncertainty next year for us, Um, access to food, access to funds. I mean, we just, we don't really know where this pandemic is going. Right. Um, We know it's going to be with us and we know that there's going to be some uncertainty. So it's sort of more important than ever for this community to band together and, you know, support each other and provide health and hope to our neighbors because they really need us. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think, um, you know, you mentioned it. How can community members support your work? I know volunteering sounds like the key. Um, and then you mentioned uh, with the food drives, are you accepting any donations of like food other than you know, like everyday diapers, personal items at this time? Absolutely. We are, um, we're discouraging food drives right right now, but we are taking donations of diapers and wipes, um, clean items, those things that are in cases or in packages. um, Those are all great. You can't use your CalFresh or food stamp benefits to buy those things. They're really expensive. Yes. Um, our arcade location, about more than 50% of, our, of the total people we serve are children. So we go through diapers, like uh, nobody's business. Yes, I can. Uh, diapers and wipes are always appreciated. I've got a six week old right now that uh, oh. I can uh, definitely <laughs> empathize with that. So <laughs> yes, congratulations. Um, thank you. Um, so yeah, so I think, uh, you know, we're partnering with you in December. Um, so basically anyone that uh, shops can donate. Um, it sounds to me like uh, aside from donating funds, uh, 
I think uh, how else can other financial contri- you know contributions help? And I know that's important. What's the I guess uh, you can speak to that, but I'd say also how does that compare to the need for volunteers as well? That just keeps me they're thinking both, about that. <laughs> they're, they're both needs. You know, I what I know is that the longer this pandemic is with us, um, the harder it is to leverage some of those items. Um, we've got a great program where we've put a lot of things into place to, to really ensure people are safe and healthy. That is absolutely my number one priority. So know that you know, we're all required to wear masks. Right. We have the six foot distancing right now. We're prepackaging all of our food, serving it outside, you know, so we're trying to create an experience that, that really does prioritize the safety of our staff, our volunteers, and of course our community. Um, River city food bank can essentially uh, convert $2 into one meal. Okay. And, you know, I think if you were to go into the grocery store with $2, that would be a lot trickier for you. Yes. <laughs> so now we are working really hard to leverage our partnerships with vendors and, and, and wholesalers that we purchase produce and food from in order to do that. So, like I said, literally every dollar makes a difference. And um, since we won't be doing all the, the food drives that we're normally doing, we really do appreciate any of those virtual dollars that come in. Um, our, our website, rivercityfoodbank.org, has information about volunteering. It has information about giving. And the last thing I'll say is um, if you are on social media, you know, like or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn. We've got lots of information about what's going on locally and nationally and how you can get involved. And we'd love to just invite you down if you want to take a tour or learn more. Awesome. Um, you can be our ambassador. <laughs> yeah, no, that is awesome. Um, can I ask too, um, are there any equipment needs that you have or how, you know, with transitioning, like you said, doing things outside, um, is there anything there that uh, as well, uh, you know, I know we think about just food and, you know, diapers and things like that, but what about the, the, you know, your business, you know, your operation? Sure. Well, I would be more than happy to talk with anyone um, about some of those opportunities. We do, we have really pivoted. We're doing everything outside to your point, you know, canopies, <laughs> tables, um, you know, covers for the food to make sure they're, they're cool enough right. um, when they're outside. It, we, we, we have switched and I'm still learning a lot about this model yes. um, and what's needed to really do it efficiently because I don't see us moving back inside for some time. Right. Um, but yes, we, we definitely have needs, equipment needs and other things that will help us um, increase our capacity because we know the needs growing. So thanks for bringing that up. I'd love to chat with anybody who has interest in that. Okay. Yeah, no, I definitely uh, just in talking, I'm thinking, uh, yeah, so we're talking, <laughs> um, you know, and I can kind of <laughs> see what you have over there. And then, you know, and when you mentioned operational challenges, uh, yes. I know you always want to just talk about what you're doing for people, but there is, I mean, there's a lot that goes into that. So um, That's right. And then with the holidays coming, uh, what do you see for that uh, as far as uh, need and, uh, and you know, how important are volunteers for that time as well for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Right. We definitely see a surge uh, in need around both of those holidays. Okay. I anticipate this year won't be any different. So we're, we're working on our plan right now in terms of how we might distribute holiday food. Um, for both Thanksgiving and Christmas. So more to come on that. Okay. We will definitely need volunteers. And I encourage anyone who's interested 
again, to visit our website, rivercityfoodbank.org, and contact our our coordinator to to arrange that because we'll certainly need all hands on deck in order to make that happen. Last year, I think we gave out about 800 turkeys and holiday dinners at our Midtown location. Okay. Awesome. Well, I uh, can't say Mm -hmm. enough. Uh, We are going to help in any way we can from the co-op. Um, you know, it's got my mind going now, so we'll probably need to maybe circle back and chat further about, uh, operational needs. And, uh, I would, uh, encourage anyone that's interested. You've mentioned the site several times. I would get on there and, uh, you know, at the holidays coming, I know, you know, that's, uh, you know, can make, make somebody's holiday. And, uh, that's what we're about, uh, whether it's selling food or providing food, it's all, you know, part of our community. So I think, uh, it's great to, you know, get to uh, chat with you today. I look forward to more chats and, uh, you know, and what we can do together um, here in Midtown and beyond. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thanks to the co-op. You all are amazing partners. We really couldn't do what we do without you. And your support has just been so amazing, especially during this time. Um, when our our need is skyrocketing and our neighbors are really needing us in ways they never have before. So really appreciate you. Thank you. Awesome. And I thank you for your time today. I know you're busy and uh, probably uh, in the middle of things over there. So uh, I uh, thank you for stepping away and uh, we will talk soon. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.